0: good morning and welcome to Westminster we're delighted to have you here and we invite you to please print your name and other information in the black folder containing the ritual of friendship a number of you are here from the National Conference of uh, teachers of mathematics and we're especially delighted to to have you here with us this morning and also all of you who are related to the children whom we are about to baptize this morning we have a very special guest, who is our guest preacher for the morning. He is a distinguished churchman known throughout the world for his leadership of the World Council of Churches. He is a pastor of the Methodist Church, a Methodist congregation in Montevideo, um, Uruguay. He trained, uh, was educated as a theologian under the tutelage of Karl Barth in Basel. I I announced that in the first service. I I said that he had worked with Karl Barth and on the way out of worship one of the friends in the congregation and I were walking down the hall and he said, who was that theologian that you said he studied with? It sounded like Karl Marx. (laughs) Emilio, you might have been accused of that many times, but he's not that old. Uh, The name is Karl. Bart, B-A-R-T-H, and uh, he is a wonderfully warm, loving, pastoral heart, cares for the needs of the poor, and the outcast, and the downcast, and is the best that the church has to offer in its representation of itself as a single body. Emilio, we welcome you to this place. It's wonderful to be with you and to share this moment. And I'm also going to ask if uh, during the baptism rite, I'm asking Dr. Castro if he will offer the prayer uh, for baptism, because every time we baptize a child or an adult, we do not baptize them only as members of this congregation, we baptize them into the church universal, along with the people of Uruguay and Zaire and Rwanda and Czechoslovakia and, and Russia and all across the world, wherever the church is gathered. These children become a member of that body. So I will ask you at that point to offer the prayer. I would also like to welcome. Gerhard Cartford who is the translator of the hymn that we will sing following the sermon this morning The church is blessed by musicians and by translators of hymns and Gerhard Cartford is the translator of this wonderful hymn he uh, has taught at Luther seminary and uh, He and his wife are with us here this morning, and I simply want to recognize his presence here
1: After such a thinking, our prayer is already in front of our good Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, open up our minds to understand your word. Amen. We will be looking for our meditation this morning. First, in the book of Psalms, The psalm 139. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest when I sit down and when I rise up. Thou discernest my thoughts from afar. Thou searchest out my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, lo, O oh Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou dost beset me behind and before, and layest thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend to heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in Sheol, thou art there. If I take the winds of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, Even there, thy hand shall lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, let only darkness cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to thee. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with thee. And in the New Testament, in the Gospel of John, we read in the chapter 21, 21st. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way, Simon Peter Thomas, called the twin, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will also go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night, They caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the beach. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net On the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in for the quantity of fish. The disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his clothes, for he was stripped for work, and sprang into the sea but the other disciples came in the boat dragging the net full of fish for they were not far from the land but about a hundred yards off let me greet you not only my personal name but also in the name of the small congregation of Malvin in Montevideo, Uruguay, where I serve, and who was so kind to send one member of that church to be sitting with us in the pews this morning. So I am not alone here. I had my bodyguard with me. <laughs> this, we are in the post easter period and if you read the gospels you will see that the stories of the manifestations of the appearances of the risen christ are short pieces like broken stories there is not a continuum it looks like jesus was not in a permanent way with the disciples but was coming and going meeting a small groups, meeting them all together, as if he were preparing them a pedagogical exercise for the period to come when they will not be able to have him physically. So suddenly he appears among them and shows them the gunded hands and the gunded side indicating that they will find here, him wherever there is a struggle of compassion, an expression of solidarity, that peace that comes from him will be present. And to others, he was opening the scriptures, indicating to them to read the Old Testament in order to understand the events of Jerusalem and surroundings. it was a warming of the heart as they understood what the stranger was telling them on the road and we know that we come back time and time again to the pages of the scripture to look for inspiration to to bring to get something of the presence of the risen Christ in another moment he comes again and an unknown person, but they recognize him when he breaks the bread, he bless gives thanks, and share with them. And at that moment the eyes are open and they discover the risen Lord. We know that we had many differences of interpretation in the Christian churches about what what actually happens in the celebration of the Lord's Suppers. But we all come independently of our explanation to that holy place, to that meeting place, with the expectation that the communion with Jesus will be intense, personal, permanent. This episode, this event of our Bible reading today, enters into that pedagogical exercise. Now. The disciples were a little frustrated waiting for Jesus. So Peter proposed, I go back to fishing. And the others said, Okay, forget the dreams, forget the expectations, let us go back. We go to fish with you. And they work all night long. So when the morning is coming, they are coming back to the shore with empty hands. And on the sea shore was a stranger, an unknown person, who put to them the question, do you have something to eat? And the answer is, having worked all night long, we don't have anything. And that stranger insists, try again, try again. It's a stupid situation. They were professional fishermen. They knew what it meant to fish. Who was this stranger who will indicate to them where to throw the net? But they didn't put any questions they have in front of them one person who asked something to eat. And out of that sense of need, responding to that situation, they go back to fish again. And it's in that particular moment when they get some fish that they look back, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. Their eyes are open when they try to respond to the need of a foreigner, of an unknown person. Perhaps one of the greatest Christian figures of this century has been Albert Schweitzer, Nobel Prize of Peace. He was a scholar. In New Testament and his doctoral dissertation was a classical book that even today is an obligatory reading in theological training the search for the historical Jesus he read about 200 250 works on the life of Jesus and at the very end comes to the conclusion it is impossible to have a precise picture of Jesus or to know him through all that intellectual search. But he come to us as yesterday on the seashore as an unknown person who asks something from us, who commands us something. Those that will dare to obey will know who he is. The knowledge of Jesus Christ is not fundamentally an intellectual exercise, it is an exercise on obedience. As we dare to follow Jesus' path of sympathy, of commiseration of love with neighbors suddenly we are taken by the mystery of his presence and we discovered to whom we were serving when I came this morning to the parking lot one humble man was there waiting for somebody to bring some food for him Having read this text early in the morning, I looked to him saying, what do we have here? A social case or Jesus Christ knocking to our door? In our simple, small, humble Methodist Church in Montevideo, we have a deacon who lives by the church building. And one day, one young woman with a little baby on her arms came knocking the door begging for some food. Food was given, but the the concern remained. From where does she come? What is the need behind? So a group From our congregation went to explore 500 yards from our church building. Hell was there. Slam area by the little river, people living with actual hunger. Only 500 yards from our church. To be excused. It was a main highway there, so we never crossed the other side. (sighs) And there we, a group of ladies from the church began to go there to take something, to talk with the people. Suddenly they were asked to read the Bible with them to make it sure they have invaded our church. We have been preaching so much about the poor, the gospel to the poor. But what the different when the poor take over? <laughs> Once I was trying to put some discipline to the kids coming, and two a small ones, six, seven years old, looked to me and said, Sir, are you a policeman? <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to be Christ to them. But then came celebrations, integrations, and last Christmas I think we have the youngest Jesus in the cradle that you could think of. A two years baby, a two days baby, two days baby. We will never dream of taking out of home the hospital a two days baby. But for them they are living outside, so to come to the church be to be protected there. So in that little baby, in that love of the family, in the joyful celebration together, we celebrated the risen Christ. A ship who make the connection between Montevideo and Buenos Aires, overnight connection. Sunk into the river, and people were obliged to jump into the waters and wait for rescue to come. when father and a twelve year son were there four hours on the waters, cold waters in our winter. when they were rescued, the child was dead out of cold so I was going as a pastor to visit that family, and driving all along the seashore in Montevideo, thinking, what can I say? I have children of that age. What right do I have to come to talk that God is love? In such a situation. I remember myself coming to the door and almost holding my hand, trying to convince to me that nobody was at home instead of ringing the bell. Suddenly the door did open, the family was there and a group of friends were there. I sit in the middle of that circle but I didn't need to say anything. The father says, I know now how happy, how blessed I have been with the 12 years of life of my son. And I know how many children are in this city that didn't have, don't have the privilege that I was able to give to my son. So I do not understand why, but I understand what is the calling to me to devote my life to those children on the street. I was taken by the wonder of that hidden presence, the risen Christ, the mysterious Christ, coming to our encounter. But this is a dramatic situation. The other is an event in the life of one church. But this has to do with our daily life. Do we look to each other's? Do we look to our family? Do we look to our neighbors at work? Do we look for those close by, far away, those who are homeless this day through the floodings in your own state? Do we look to them as social cases, as statistics, as members of this or that group, or are we expecting to discern in them the presence of the living? Christ if something teach us the scripture this morning it that life should be the miracle of going from one encounter to the next years ago we went to meet a march of 500 cane workers cane workers cane sugar workers coming to claim land in Montevideo the police was controlling them. A group of police we went to meet them on the street and put the simple question: "How can we help you?" The leader of that march took my arm and said, "Listen, I do not understand anything. I had been trained a communist leader in Moscow and Lavana. And from all my books, you are the enemy. The church is the enemy. And here you can risking the police to tell us, to ask, what do we do? What do we need? Let sit down because my books are broken. Yes. And in sharing with those people, we discerned and the struggle for justice, a present that went far beyond our dogmatic assertions. By the way, in that march, a little baby was born, and she is today also a member of the church in Malvin, a teacher, a faithful lay woman. So the miracles, the miracles, personal way, corporate way. Let us go out this morning. Looking around, thinking, where will Jesus Christ make us the next joke, or be present, where we did not expect Him to be? Let us look around, and the surprises of the Spirit will become a joyful reality. Let us pray. Oh Lord. You work in wondrous, mysterious, wonderful ways. We are here searching for the presence of your spirit and you entrust us with the manifestation of your love. Wherever you send us, Lord, we know that you will be there. It's in that hope in that assurance that we sing the praises of your name and we go to our daily life to the miracle of your fellowship in jesus name amen